Bonjour, you are listening to Quoticast. We have some cool indie games to talk about today. And uh, with me, I also have uh, Andres. Oui, oui. Say hello. Yeah, Cameron. Oh, Cameron. And uh, David. That, that would be me, yeah. Oh, Last oh, week. Kenny, don't we... forget to introduce yourself one more time for the crowd. What? I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> Last week, we announced our winner to our indie game giveaway on Twitter, so congrats again to Maya. And we definitely plan to have more of these giveaways in the future, but you'll find out about them here on our podcast. Today... We'll talk about the game we played from the Indie Game Book Club. Uh, we got some indie news, uh, some cam stuff, and a fun little game to top it all off. Are you guys ready to kick it off? You sounded so offended yeah. by this. Okay, yes. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 oh, sorry, I'll say mystery topic for your stuff. But cam, cam stuff, stuff sounded funny. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, if you guys are ready, uh, Dave, why don't you take us away as soon as the music starts. All right, I'm filling it out. Welcome, everyone, back to the Indie Game Book Club. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, I wanted to do a quick recap. Uh, so we we introduced this new segment on the last episode. The Indie Game Book Club is a nice way for our hosts to share some of their interests in indie games. We choose free or cheap games, obviously indie ones. It's in the title. Obviously. Obviously. Um, we obviously. announce them. I, I hate all of you. Uh, <laughs> we, we announce them when uh, the, the episode comes out. And uh, give the hosts and obviously our listeners a few weeks to play it. We now officially have a channel inside of our Discord for it, uh, where these rules can also be found. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, it's, it's just a way for us to have a, a come back in a few weeks and have a nice little roundtable discussion about the game that we all hopefully played. Um, Except for me this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just joining first time. Yeah, this this is Cam's virgin entry into the Indie Game Book Club. Um, so last episode, we had Numina, which, uh, to those that don't Numina. recall, is a, a kind of pixel art-ish game because the, the graphics were very much not like all of those beautiful... Uh, things that we saw in the game were not very pixel art, but the game itself was turn-based RPG where you break the fourth wall and you interact with the main character to uh, shape the story, supposedly. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I'm kidding. kidding. (laughs) So, with with that, um, what... Kenny, Andres, you both played it. I played it. Um, I, I think I'm going to share my experience first, okay. uh, which is that I tried very hard to play this game a few different times. Uh, I played it, obviously, to test it out beforehand to make sure that it was playable. Apparently, I forgot to save, so I missed uh, skipping the intro when I went back to play it. Um, then I 
played the intro, played about 30 minutes of it after the intro, and saved it, walked away from my computer, came back, my computer was off, so something got loose, the power disconnected, went to go play it again, and my save file was corrupted, so I had to restart a, a third time. And after that time, uh, I tried to save, and it also said that I was not allowed to save, kicked me off. Then the fourth time that I replayed the intro, uh, finally it worked, but I didn't get any farther than I did the first time through because I, I was tired of playing the same part over and over. <laughs> and that's how they break the fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> Corrupt your save data. They literally yeah. break the player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Andres, would you like to share your experience with the game? Yeah, so I only had to play once. No, I'm kidding. Um, wow. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, no, it. Uh, I'm not. I'm. I think I told this to you yesterday, but I'm not the kind of person that will actually seek out uh, classic RPGs. Um, and that definitely has that like kind of look to it. The last one I played was like Octopath Traveler, which is really one uh, popular one on the Switch. Um, but... Also available on PC now, I believe. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, and basically, I liked the introduction of the whole breaking the fourth wall uh, for the story. The um, fighting mechanics felt uh, pretty like fun and simple. Uh, I don't think I've seen a lot of RPGs actually do stuff like that, where you have to um, press the button at a certain time as the circle closes, but that might be a classic uh, fighting technique. Um, one of them... Uh, had an axe and pulls it back like you have to hold the um the uh right arrow and that kind of reminded me of paper mario because some characters when they use hammers you like feel that the hammer is like being pulled back and then it's going to slam down um so there was some uh i I think i like the the gameplay of it and it was beautiful like it was a gorgeous game Uh, i really liked all the pixel like the particle effects that they did (laughs) every all those pixels sure were great so many beautiful pixels there were my favorite was the explosion it was my favorite because it was probably the only effect that i got to see four times (laughs) oh kenny's Um, game was blowing up earlier oh shit was going down in my game (laughs) yeah i want to i want to know more about your experience kenny then we can all kind of talk about uh the the choice system maybe yeah 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 i forgot so I, I've kind of listed mine down into uh, some pros and cons um, uh, that I've experienced while playing this game. Obviously, we've all talked about the gorgeous, 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 gorgeous pixel art. Um, it seems to have a really in-depth story, which is great uh, for anyone who's a fan of RPGs, obviously. Um, like Andre said, interesting battle mechanics. Um, I've been really enjoying the music in this game. Um I feel like it's always really fit the mood or the setting. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Um, Which uh, sometimes just games don't have good music, but this one, especially for an indie developed game, great music. Yeah. Uh, The puzzles have been pretty cool. Um, Like uh, they've been not handholdy at all too, um, which I personally like. Um, uh. But, you know, for a, a more inexperienced person, it'll make this game a little bit harder if you're not used to, like, vis- some video game 
tropes or like clues that they use that at me as a gamer i'm like oh i get what they're trying to do here because i've seen this in another game or whatever mm-hmm. um i really like that your party walks alongside you um actually the biggest thing that i noticed about this game is that it reminded me of golden sun which is uh very very similar uh pixel rpg that i played back in the early 2000s probably on my uh game boy advance i think yeah but, uh, that might have been on the advance the first one yeah um but in that game your party you doesn't walk alongside you you kind of like morph into the same person um and i see why they do that now because like in this game the party can get stuck in places not that it affects the game at all but like graphically you'll like you'll walk around a log or something and they'll get stuck behind it um, uh personally i don't know why every game doesn't do that i found it hilarious i think it's pretty yeah. funny <laughs> but I, the as far as getting stuck behind rocks yeah, yeah exactly but, but as far as like a professional like from a professional like a clean looking standpoint like a clean game i see why you wouldn't want to do it I but, do you guys remember when I was playing it and I don't know if you both were there but I lost a character and then I wasn't paying attention and she literally came charging at me to trying mm-hmm. to catch up and I started yelling oh my god oh my god because I thought I had like activated a story point and an and an enemy was just coming at me <laughs> no, but that's amazing it scared that's the, it scared the hell out of me um so yeah this game hit a lot of nostalgia points for me uh, mm. as far as just it looking like Golden Sun. Um, it made me want to continue playing to kind of see where it goes because of the story. Um, and like you guys have said, the main character interacting with the player, you, uh, has been a pretty interesting mechanic as well. Um, yeah. As for cons, I think this game could use a bit more sound design. Um, for example, uh, I heard no footsteps. Um, there is no dialogue sounds, like no like fake speech sounds, like no like Animal Crossing. Yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah, none of that. Um, <laughs> and I also noticed there's like no entering or exit sounds, like if you enter a place. Like some places will even have just like the or whatever, like yeah, you're in a new screen or. Um, but I noticed that that wasn't in there, and I was like, "Oh, I feel like it." I f- I get why that has always been in a game. Now it feels empty without it. Mm-hmm. That makes um, sense. The beginning of the game is very dialogue heavy, um, but that can be pretty standard in RPGs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that reminded me of like kind of Final Fantasy, Metal Gear, all those kind of games where you're sitting there for you know 20 minutes watching cutscenes, and you're just like, yeah. "Okay." Now right. I get it. Like, but can I play now? Is that do you allow play in this? Game? <laughs> yeah, they're like we the, understand uh, we're limited in graphics, but here we're going to give you a really long story. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and it's it's not like that much of a deal, but the fact that this game has been localized from German to English, um, there are some times where that becomes a lost in translation kind of issue, where you're like, wait, hmm. what? My um, my favorite is your is your experience when you were leaving the town too early. <laughs> yeah, and then 
it yelled at me in German, and I was very confused. Yeah, <laughs> oh I was God. trying to leave a town, and it was like "Ich bin asked something something," and I was like, "Uh, did I break it, <laughs> or is there a German character in this game now? What's happening?" Um, but what else? I had uh oh uh they have a grapple uh mechanic in this game where you can grapple up to a cliff above you. And I think that's pretty cool, but it's hard to tell when to use the grapple. Um, although it doesn't seem like that's super game breaking as I see the grapple as mostly a like get items and secrets kind of yeah. device. Yeah, for sure. It would uh, be nice to have a bit more of an indication though. You're you're absolutely right. I, I know your largest con you didn't get to yet, uh, which is the protagonist's name. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Hold on, I got, I got a couple more, and then I'll get to that. Yeah. Um, uh, with going back to how the party is uh, all traveling with you, like not in one unit. Uh, that's cool, but it's hard to tell which person you are sometimes. Uh, and I've run into battles, uh, one after the other by accident because I didn't know who I was, and a monster attacked me. Really? Because I, th- yeah, well, because. Like, I would be in one place, and then I would move forward thinking I was a different character, and there was no monster there, but there was a monster next to my character, so when I moved forward, I just ran into that monster. Hmm. I, I had the same thing happen right near the beginning with the, like, spirits or whatever, the little floaty orbs, yeah. and I, like, exited out, and as soon as I exited out, the other one flew into me, and then I entered into a, another, quote, random encounter immediately. Right. Hmm. Um, but... Um, but that was that was only one time that that happened to me. Yeah. Um, and then my last uh, real thing is I wish, not not really a con, but I wish this game were handheld. It's built perfectly to be a handheld game. Um, but maybe that's something they have planned for down the line, which would be really cool. Yeah. Um, and then uh, our biggest complaint, or at least my biggest complaint, is the main character's name being Sean and not S E A N, it's S H A W N. Sean. Yeah, Sean, which uh is mostly funny because like your your best friend, I guess, his name is Raphael. Yeah. Your sister's name is Aura. Yeah. Your dad's and, name is like Az Azrael or something. I hope we get put in our place and Sean spelled like that is actually like an old style name that was very popular. Yeah, but like I I none of the other like I guess Raphael would be an older style name that was popular, but like Aura. Yeah. I right. just, I don't or like, like Azriel. There's like so many different Azriel, yeah. Was other that one. sounds like an angel's name or something. But like yeah. from Diablo. Yeah, I mean it, it. It is. I'm pretty sure. But there are a lot of characters that have very like cryptic and old like style RPG names like that. And then, yeah. And then Sean. Like yeah. in uh, Golden Sun, the main character's name was Isaac, which is a great hero name, I think. Yeah, yeah. that is. And then he Sean. had there was like an antihero in that game that later becomes their protagonist in golden sun 2 whose name is felix oh yeah right. go yeah golden sun 1 and 2 i oh man i can go way into that but yeah. that's not what we're here talking about true 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 um, um so yeah so let's talk about the the 
the choice system um, or the dialogue system, I guess. So when when you're talking about or when you're talking to Sean, you get the choice to like say different things to him. Some and of them name are yourself. Uh, oh yeah, you get to name yourself. Uh, the, my first time that I was able to name myself, I named myself Dave after myself. Uh, but the second time, I named myself Bofa, and that paid off real well. <laughs> <laughs> um, because when when Sarah asks, or when when I say, "Oh, tell her hi for me," and Sean says. Oh, Bofa says hi, and Sarah says Bofa. Perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> Bofa. Um, I actually but... went with, um, and this is also what influenced the way I acted as a character. But uh, I named my my god character Mushu. Oh, that's nice. funny. And then so I was like chaotic good, <laughs> and it was, um, it was kind of fun. So. Kenny, what did what did you name your omnipresent being? My, I, I, I followed your in your steps the first time and did Kenny as okay. my omnipresent. Gotcha. I was, I want, I was aiming to be really immersed by yeah. him constantly calling out to me and then looking at like through the screen. Right. Yeah. That that makes sense. That's what I was thinking the first time, but then again, out of my frustrations, I needed to needed to change it up a bit. <laughs> right. Um. So the the choices though were were really uh, they threw me off a bit because uh, it it seemed like some of the responses were catered for a specific dialogue choice and I didn't love that I loved that a lot of the responses had their own choice but they also uh, you pointed this out Kenny they didn't really affect the story to any noticeable degree right um, like I actually I actually it was I think it might have just been because we're very early game but I've had one choice that I've made that I think has affected the story Ooh. so far. Um, but it was hard to tell because it kind of didn't do anything. It just changed like a character's dialogue later. There's an instance uh, early on in the game where you get where you fight a group of bandits because they took your friend. Um, and then one of the bandits has a wife and kid and they come up like kind of mid-fight and you have the choice to either kill that bandit while the kid is watching or let him go with his family. Um, Andres decided to let him go. And just to see the other side of that, I killed him. Um, (laughs) And this game doesn't spare any blood. So that was kind of cool to see um, as far as gore goes. But uh, later on, I came to this inn and that woman and the child is there. And that woman is just pissed at me. She's like, oh, don't let him in. He's a murderer. Mm-hmm. He'll murder you too, but the guard's like, "Well, you guys are bandits, <laughs> and I can't trust you." So, bye. <laughs> so we got let in let anyway. anyway. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So that that's that's what I'm talking about. Is that's There's where I'm not sure. Choice. What's so, that? It's like a perceived choice. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what. Well, so um, like... I'll even I'll even kind of add to that. I think I miss um, misspoke before because. He doesn't. What my choice didn't let him leave with his family. My choice let the family leave, and then he died anyway. Oh, yeah, he dies anyway. Mm. But the fa- so it's either the family it. sees you or they don't. Huh. Yeah. So even more of kind of like not that much choice. Or or hey, very early in the beginning. Of his kid. That's all you did. 
Yeah. 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 You, you, you've just like scarred that kid for life. You maybe, maybe yeah. he grows up and maybe, maybe this is a really long game. The kid grows up and he goes and tries to kill you. you I'd don't be know. down for that. Yeah. Me I sure. would be down for that too. That'd be dope. Yeah. Um, but like super early game, there was Sarah who you find and you're like, don't, don't help her. And it's like, okay, well I'm going to go to your town anyway. And then you, uh, Andres, you told me this, I believe you're yes. like, yeah, I, I didn't help her. And then she was at the town, and then she stayed over, and everything was normal anyway. Like everything picked back up to exactly where it was before. Maybe later on, it like forges a relationship that you can't really see. Mm. But, mm. but I, I don't know. Like maybe I doubt there's... it. Like she's already in my group. She yeah, doesn't. But she, maybe, like, maybe, yeah. Maybe at some point in time, when she gets to wherever her mission is, she's like, "Hey, you guys didn't even want me around anyway, so I'm leaving." But you don't know. I don't know. I didn't play far enough. You didn't obviously you didn't play far enough to get to anything where that might have been the case yeah i think like so, as a as like an early game as like it is i think right it's still in development yeah um, yeah that was a demo that we yeah played. uh so i can see the idea of the dialogue being just kind of like uh this is what i can do and there is some show of like choice but yeah it's not drastic enough yeah, or uh, you could choose to tell Raphael or not tell Raphael that you're hearing voices, mm-hmm. and no matter what, uh, that's it. Like it, it, you tell him no matter what. Yeah. But all right. Um, I, I. It seems like we're running short on time here for this one. So, um, I'm gonna now let Andres hey. introduce his game because he has chosen one for our next few weeks of play. Yes. So. Uh, Although I will say there's a lot more that I would love to say about this game and I'm going to continue to play it um, and I will make sure to keep both our Discord and Twitter updated. If you want to continue to talk to us about this game, yeah, check out our Discord and check out our channel specifically for the Indie Game Book Club. Before we move on officially, can we give like an overall like how you enjoyed this game? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I would uh, give it a solid B. It would have probably gotten oh. an A if it didn't break on me three times. <laughs> I give it a five out. Of, I give it a five out of seven. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you yeah. so much. Oh, I totally yeah right. <laughs> I give it three to three point five out of five Newmans. Oh, I I I would give it a a four out of five Newmans. Nice. Use yeah. your own scale. Be original. I gave it <laughs> a B. Cam obviously went out of seven. I, I I will fine. I'll give it um seven uh eighty out of one hundred uh Dave hairs. Dave, oh, Dave okay. hairs. Okay. Hot commodity right now. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. So for the indie book club. Oh. Yeah. This is still for the indie book club. Gotcha. We just we just gotta introduce this game. And exactly. Then we're... This is gonna be the next game that everyone oh, plays, right, right, and then right, we will right, talk right, about it. Right, 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 right. I don't mean to. I don't mean to rush you. <laughs> Akura. Um, I hope that's how you pronounce it. It's A K U R R A. I found it on Alpha Beta Gamer. Um, Akura is a very cleverly crafted puzzle adventure that plays like if Zelda was a block pushing puzzle game as you explore a mysterious archipelago. Oh, fuck. How do you pronounce this? Archipelago? Archipelago? 
of islands that are jam-packed full of secrets. Arpeggio. Arpeggio. Yeah, no. Don't know. Listen to him. <laughs> I don't. I don't know it. I. I'm. I believe when I was reading that description to you, Andres, I skipped over that word. <laughs> and I just Archangel. moved on. Archangel. Um, okay. uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, and so the developer is Jason... <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> Jason Okay, thanks? That's an awesome name. Jason honestly. Okay, <laughs> if, that, if that was their name, that'd be so good. It's so indie. <laughs> so wow. indie uh developer publisher jason newman and uh co-developer Craig jason newman Oliver. yeah jason the jason newman newman and it's available now on steam as a Shut free <laughs> jason newman demo wow i didn't even get uh through all of it it's myself but i'm actually really excited to jump back in sweet akira akira, akira yeah. recommend the akira. movie it's a great movie A-K-U-R-R-A. Are you sure it's not Akura? Akura. Yeah, Akura. Akura. It has like a... Well, I don't know. Like, check it out. It's very cryptic. It's really fun. It's really, like, punchy and beautiful. And I I, I can't wait to continue playing it, honestly. It's got a neat-looking art style. I Obviously, I looked it up uh, beforehand. Um, But anyway... We should move on. Thank you so much, Andres, for yeah. introducing it. Thank you so much, Kenny, for yeah. uh, trying to cut him off 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> that brings uh, us like, to the... Twice, maybe. Twice, maybe. <laughs> that... Uh, that brings us to the end of the Indie Game Book Club segment. <laughs> and that brings us into our Indie News segment. I'm just going to ride it out, though, a little, because I love the music. I wonder if Gary actually played this piano, or if he just found it. You don't think Gary can play this? I think he can. Why would you you even question it? (laughs) That's true. I hope he just, like, has one of those one-man band outfits. He can destroy us. Yeah. (laughs) Gary, add, add in your little diddly of piano at the end of that. Just to prove Andreas wrong. <laughs> a little dilly. It's midi. A little dilly. A little dilly. Um, okay, so for indie news, I have a couple things to talk about. And by a couple, I mean a few. Um, quarantine. <laughs> wow. Gary will be coming for you. You better run for goodness sake. Go. Hey, what's the news? <laughs> <laughs> quarantine uh, game jams. Um I was actually, as I was looking for a game for the Indie Game Book Club, uh, I came across a lot of different game gems that are going on simultaneously right now. Uh, I'm sure that, I'm pretty sure Steven has talked about um, game jams before as well, like the kinds that are going on now. But uh, if you need a resource to look into any, itch.io, as we've spoken about before, um, have so many uh, game jams going like they have a whole section on their website specifically for past present and future jams um they even have a section where you can sign up to create and run your own game jam uh the rules and the information on it is pretty dense but it's a really long document on every single different type of game jam how to run it how to run it through their site uh and i'm 
actually a little interested in reading that whole document just to see what goes into the whole process of it all. Just I'm a once, interested though. Once Andreas finishes reading it, uh, Cordy Game Jam coming 2020. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, Cordy Game Jam. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it it it's not something that's not possible. Um, but there are a lot of quarantine game jams as well. I found a list of quarantine game jams that was written on. I think it was Alpha Beta Gamer. Um, I had it written here. I don't know why I deleted it. Uh, but basically, there were uh, some like one called Quarantine Cooking, where you basically have to walk around your house and apartment and pick up a bunch of ingredients in order to make a recipe. And they even list the recipe. Uh, really low poly type of game, uh, but it was really fun to play through. And a lot of the games that I was demoing um, had, like, already really good music or, like, I could kind of tell some of the inspiration that they were getting from, like, stuff like Undertale and other really popular games uh, that have come out in the last uh, couple of years. Uh, what was another one that I played? Oh, there was a lo-fi uh, Saturday chill vibes simulator. Where you basically just sit in front of a window and listen to good lo-fi beats. And that's the game? Yeah, that was the game. You could just download it or play it on the web. Um, a lot of the games you can actually play through the web. You don't have to download. And of course, most of them ask you to donate. But uh, it's optional. But, you know, I, I actually did donate a couple dollars to the ones I really enjoyed. Nice. Um, let's nice. see. Dun-dun-dun. Okay, um, some other stuff I was looking at was, as I was looking into more indie games and news about games, I was thinking about how everyone should, you know, search different types of um, Twitter hashtags in order to follow devs and follow what's going on with the indie game community. Since everyone's stuck inside, they're definitely working on their own stuff, probably a lot more than usual. Um, some hashtags you can look out for is actually screenshot saturday or screenshot sunday those seem to be pretty um uh focused on game development actually uh mm. and they you know it sounds like what it is it's basically people and devs sharing screenshots of their progress of their games uh sometimes it's i'll have to check that more. out too uh yeah no i actually found a lot of stuff happening um through that hashtag and uh let's see indie devs about to get a lot more communications from QWERTYCAST twitter yeah exactly <laughs> the fools the fool <laughs> how dare you publicize yourselves um indie game dev obviously sounds like one that you might want to check out there's a lot of people posting under that hashtag uh indie game dev um i also looked at the hashtag made with unity and uh, it seems that a lot of people post stuff like effects and in-depth discussions of like the software, but also highlighting ba uh, behind the scenes of how the game is made. Um, so, oh, and one other one was made with Blender, which I had never actually heard of before. Uh, Blender is another software that uh, like for lighting effects, I think. No, dude, Blender, you can, it's, it's a... Uh... Open source, you can make pretty much everything in it. Nice. You can do textures, 3D modeling. I used to use it all the time. 
Uh, I use it for, you can also make like images. It's good for pixels, rosters, vectors. Mm. It's its own open source software. I recommend it like completely. Oh, nice. Yeah, because when I looked under that, it wasn't game specific. It looked like a lot of people are using it for animation for like a lot yep. of different projects. Mm-hmm. That's what I was it, using uh, it for originally. It it's sounds what? like a failed dating app. <laughs> Blender. Blender. Yeah. <laughs> I was just put everything together and blend it together. See, see if you guys get it. <laughs> Humans blended together. Blended together. <laughs> oh my god. That probably sounds really strange out of context as my roommate walks past me. Humans <laughs> <laughs> blend them together. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. The the makers of that actually ended up buying OkCupid. Uh. Okay. Really? No. What? <laughs> Cam, keep up. Whoosh. This is your joke. <laughs> no, it's my no. joke. Oh, Dave. Kenny, oh, keep Kenny. up. This is Dave's joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last thing I'll say about that little bit uh, is that indiegamejams.com has a huge repository of game jams on a calendar. Uh, it seems to be run by a handful of people who are also in the multimedia atmosphere, including game development. Uh, I don't think that they have a lot of current and up-to-date um, stuff going on with like their forums, but the calendar seems to be up-to-date, and it doesn't only link to like um, itch.io, but that's where most of the links go to. Uh, and then the last thing I was going to talk about was that um, there's this huge, there was a huge controversy happening with Valorant um, and getting Valorant keys for your uh, Riot account online on Twitch. Um, apparently, you just had to watch streams for like at least two hours in order to get a key. And uh, a lot of top streamers would play their stream for just 24 7, and it would just be them replaying. And I think there was even like a whole section of reruns on Twitch where you could just go find Valorant streams and then just leave your computer going and watching them. Um, I think in the beginning only a few people could do it, but they. Yeah, I heard. Um, they what? I heard there's a lot of issues trying to get keys. Actually, you heard of what about that? I heard there's like issues of people trying to get keys recently or in the beginning. Like recently. Oh, okay. And how hmm. like. And because of this, like, 24-7 Twitch streaming thing, mm -hmm. uh, people are just, like, leaving it on. And they're like, it's kind of ruining the live, the live, uh, what's the word? Live streaming. Streaming, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the live streaming culture of it, where you just leave it on for 24-7. I mean, I also abused that, because <laughs> I finally got a key for Valorant. Right. By just keeping one of those 24-7 streams on. It, when I went to sleep and I woke up the next day and I had it so kind of from what I've heard it seems like at least in the beginning it was something that actually helped the community get keys like only a few people could do it I'm not totally clear on what opened it up to anyone but a lot of huge streamers are doing it now and they're even playing ads during their streams uh, so they're getting ad revenue for leaving their streams open 24-7 because they know people are going to jump in they're um, gonna uh, break the system and they're gonna ruin it for everyone. I mean, I think it they sounded like kind a of really already nice have. idea. Yeah, it, it sounded it sounded like a really nice idea at first. I know other companies have done this before, where it's like, oh, watch this stream and you might get a key, or mm -hmm. like Overwatch League is like, watch this stream and you might get random 
fake points to spend on an outfit in Overwatch. Um, but I, like at the end of the day, yeah, if you open it up to too many people, then it's going to get abused like that. And I don't know, it seemed like a way to engage the community, and then it seemed more like an inconvenience as they wanted to open it up to more people. At that point in time, they should have just switched away and been like, check out these highlighted streams, but also like go here to request a key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I That's totally all. agree. Like a little more um, structure in that end. So it's so like it, it is still encouraging people to make stuff, you know? Yeah. But yeah, no, it's kind of sad that it is, uh, as Cam said, kind of like ruining that culture. Um, but, you know, people are always going to find a way to abuse stuff like that. Womp. Uh, Cam, did you have any other thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, I kind of like the game. Oh, Valorant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, from Joe's last couple rants, it sounds like Valorant is literally the going to be the biggest FPS for a while. I I don't know. Um, I think it's good. It has some issues with uh, Peaker's Advantage, I think is what they call it. Mm-hmm. But um, it's definitely like Counter-Strike. Where Overwatch was like um, Team Fortress, that kind mm, of style. Interesting. Yeah. I, yeah. Like everyone has headshots. I don't like you have to stop moving completely to actually aim anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Resident Evil count. style? It's like, no, no. So to aim accurately, you should stop moving. Gotcha. Oh, okay. So like, like a, you can aim, but but it's got so much spread if you're moving kind of thing. Yeah, like uh, the equivalent of the op, or yeah, the uh, AWP, whatever it's called. Uh, I think it's called the op- operator something in in uh, Valorant. It's like uh, the one shot kill anywhere. Mm-hmm. If you move at all while trying to aim, like your actual body, uh, you will just completely miss. Um, and I know it used to be like it was still like that in Source and in Counter Strike uh, Go. Mm-hmm. But I took I totally uh, took advantage of it because you play Overwatch, you're like running all the time and aiming, shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege is like, you know, everyone's like one bullet and you're dead, and you just spray and pray and you'll hit them. Mm-hmm. So I'm not used to that, just like standing still or having to stop and actually take a shot. Right. So I'm really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, is what I'm trying to hint at. Yeah. Well, at least it sounds uh, like a, a like kind of a curveball at the game for the game. Well, I players. felt bad because I like it puts you into like a game like some games if you start off just like unrated, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you're like it's trying to find where you are in terms of skill level. Like my first game, I was like with people pretty much around my skill level. Uh, we won; it was a close game. The second game, they like it shot me up there <laughs> where people are like doing callouts on specific locations. And they're like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> You're like 1 in 19 right now. And I'm like, sorry, guys, it's my second time. <laughs> <laughs> and then it like dropped me well below where I probably was, where like these guys, like could, they just stood there and missed every shot. And I literally walked up and knifed one of them. <laughs> oh, man. So I think it's like trying to find where I was. Yeah. I should just keep playing it, really. But like, I thought it was funny. It's definitely new. Right. It's interesting. It's like Counter Strike. With a little bit of flair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I have to say about it. Nice. Well, 
thank you for your extra thoughts on Valorant. We will probably continue to update the viewers or listeners on that game. Um, last thing, basically, right now, it's so important to support people while they're working from home. Please visit Game Jam submissions. Give feedback to people. Visit those hashtags I was checking, uh, talking about to see what people are up to. And if you're making a game yourself, submit those hashtags online. Uh, let us know if you're listening. Yeah. Um, talk at to us. us. At us. We have played now uh, an early access game that somebody was advertising on Twitter. Uh, and we, we posted that to Twitch. So, you know, there's a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, and that game was right fun now. as hell. Yeah. And we're at QWERTY underscore cast. Exactly. At QWERTY cast underscore podcast um on twitch and yeah we're gonna keep putting content there and just support people making games and that is the indie news yay <laughs>
Humble's thing has seen an uptick as well. That because like the Game Pass is different, right? Like, I mean, they introduce new games, they take new games off, but there's a, a running catalog essentially. Whereas like the Humble one, each month they introduce like a new set of games, and it's kind of like play these games or don't play them. And I want I wonder if the Xbox one is a little bit more. Uh, a little bit more compelling because there's certain games that are just on there forever. Like I'll, I'll admit that I have the Xbox game pass exclusively to play Halo. Nice. Yeah. I mean, you also get it on PC. So, Oh yeah. That's what I have. I got the game pass ultimate, the ultimate edition. Just like, if you ever actually watched it, I thought it was really cool how they, all these like big, I guess, corporations, uh, so that's what Riot is mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, have adapted to all this. You have like the Overwatch League. They have their own remote production. It's like studio basically for all this. If you watch a LCS game, you'll see pro leaguers like just with webcams in their faces and like they're in their house just playing these games. Right. They were like already ready. With- yeah, like they like set all Already this up. Already ready. Yeah. Overwatch Already League. Um, I feel like they kind of got hit by this though, in in a different way because they want so badly for it to be an esport where people actually attend an audience, like a live audience. Yeah, I went there. It was not that impressive. Like the the stage, the production was beautiful, um, but the the audience experience wasn't that impressive. Do you get to drink at them events? Uh, that one did not have any alcohol allowed. Um, mm. I th- think that might have been something to do with the space, but I really don't know. I know that now they're looking into more like just renting out traditional venues because it was expensive as hell for them to get the one that they built in Burbank Studio. Mm. Um, but so I think at those ones probably, mm. but like the, their original site, Oh God, it was, it was the worst. I mean, you could get like <laughs> a, a ham and cheese sandwich, a PB and J like wow. a bag of chips, bottle of water or like a bottle of soda and then some candy. And the, those were your concessions. There's one line for it. The, wow. I always thought they were like struggling to get into the pro scene. Yeah. Cause they were like directly competing with Counter-Strike for the longest time. And it was just, I mean, there's so much better set up from just years of being in the in the competition. You know, they just had a really interesting approach to it. I I'll never get tired of talking about their approach to it. Like they really hmm. wanted to set it up like a worldwide, same way that football is with teams. And like when you bring in that many people, you're gonna have skill gaps, and and it's actually going to, you know, cause like a an inflation of well, we want this player, so we're going to offer him 80000 or we want this player, so we're going to offer her 90000 you know? Mm-hmm. like, and, and that's, like, a really cool dynamic to it because you don't have to be the best of the best, I guess, to play at that point in time because there's so many teams, but you still have to be good. You have to be skilled. I know there aren't a lot of, lot of women in the eSports, like, genre there probably are a bunch uh but hopefully fingers crossed that it doesn't have the same uh gendered wage discrimination issues that like in-person sports have counter-strike does i sure i think that overwatch had to have a minimum but like 
the original contracts that they had were were nuts like insane like we own you as a human now kind of <laughs> insane <laughs> like they they had exclusive rights to basically broadcast your entire life oh no oh um it, i mean it, it probably wasn't that extreme but it really seemed like that from the way that the contracts read yeah interesting sorry yeah for, sorry to digress uh, <laughs> no i mean I have. that's that's all i actually had thanks to andres and, uh, you know our co teaming valorant our there for a second co valorant <laughs> oh <laughs> woof <laughs> woof <laughs> that, like i also like to mention a lot of people are doing streams online uh Tons of content are coming out into a digital world. Mm. Uh, they just had a Diplo concert. Oh yeah, oh, Fortnite. Yeah, the Fortnite. The Scott, the Travis Scott concert. Oh my god, that was so cool. Yeah. Have they have they been good? Because um, this is something that I talk about with coworkers a lot, and like we've noticed that there's like a lot of comedians doing like online things, and those ones never tend to like they they seem to have more issues with video or audio quality stuttering or just things cutting out not going quite right hmm, Where the, have the music ones been good tra tra I mean, the, yeah yeah the travis scott thing i've i've only seen videos online but it looked fucking dope yeah it looked amazing nice like really uh, high quality i, I want to check one out but um I, I don't think that it could ever compete with uh, the experience of getting to see it in person. I Being agree. fortunate enough to see some high-quality productions. It's a completely different thing. Yeah, apples and oranges for sure. Yeah. So we get full VR haptic suits. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's full VR haptic suits in order to stand in a concert venue. And feel like you're <laughs> getting pushed around by other people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's there's actually interesting stuff going on that I don't want to get too off topic of games, but like uh, the the next thing that they're trying, I think they've tried it out in a couple countries now, is drive-throughs mm -hmm. or drive-ins rather, and like everybody just stays in their car and watches the concert that way. Mm, I would do that. Yeah, if I had a car. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. I don't know that I would. <laughs> Well, uh, that's all I got. I think our next thing is going to be our game. I like games. All right. All right. So we've come to that part of the podcast where we sit down with each other and play games. So everyone, uh, I know you're all standing before, so please sit so we can play this game. Um, we are going to be playing the game Whose Game Is It Anyway, which is a game that we played on one of our old uh, episodes. Um, basically, this this game is we each are going to come up with uh, a description of a game, and the other players have to guess what that game is from a selection that we provide them. Does that make sense to everyone? It I made sense to me. Props and whose lines it? What? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay, great. <laughs> well, yeah, I like props and whose line as well. That's a good one. <laughs> I just, I just put it together. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
So, uh, without further ado, shall we go ahead and start? Yeah. Yeah? Cool. Uh, Would you like to be the first one, Kenny? Yeah, I'll, I'll go for the first one. So, my first game, here's the description. Minecraft. A ruthless, ruthless bird versus bird action. Wild yep. animals and the artifacts of a mysterious ancient culture. A game full of challenge and discovery, unlike anything you've played before. It's Is definitely. it a and and be, before before I give these answers, uh, message them to me privately first, and then I'll read them out. Uh, I'll I'll ask you to say them on the podcast. Okay. Okay, so I have to PM you what I think the answer is. Yep, yes. slide right into his DMs. Yes. All right, so the first uh, game choice is A, Trials of the Peacock, B, Secrets of Reticon, <laughs> or C, Beneath the Sky. Oh. Um, I don't even remember the description of the game anymore. A ruthless bird, bird, bird versus action. bird action. Wild animals and the artifacts of a myster- uh, mysterious ancient culture game full of challenge and discovery, unlike anything you've played before. Great. All right. Hmm. Uh, everyone, uh, send me your guess. Cam sent Say me his already. the games again. We have... Oh, God, I got to pull it up again. Jesus. Uh, Trials of the Peacock. <laughs> Secrets of Reticon beneath the sky. And I'm saying the sky, not this sky. This guy. Yeah, not this guy. guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There's my there's my guess for you. Now I want to change the answer after this. Okay, me too. All right, let's go. I'm I'm sticking to it. Wait, hold on. Uh Dave, you said number one C. Yeah, number one, like that, because that's your first game. Oh, gotcha. Right? Okay, so I that's understand. the first because you're you've got three games for you. Okay, okay. We'll start with we'll start with Cam. Cam, what did you guess? Beneath this sky, which now I don't think is right. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> that's also um, the one I guessed. So, um, yes, and uh, Andres, do you want to go ahead and tell us what the right answer is? Secrets of the other thing you said. Yeah, Secrets of Reticon, um, which is a beautiful little game developed by uh, uh, Broken Rules, developed and published by Broken Rules, um, and it's a low poly, uh, like kind of dungeon exploration game um, where you play as like a bird and fly around and do puzzles, and it's a lot of fun. I actually played it like way back in the day, but it was still kind of early access, so I might have to dive back into it again. And that's nice. Right to con is for everyone. It's like R A E T I K O N, but like the A E is combined. Whatever. Oh, okay. That. Oh, oh, I love those. I, yeah. I did that for my island in Animal Crossing. <laughs> exactly. Did. Yeah. I don't know what the symbol is because I'm uneducated, but uh, who, are, who wants to go next? All right. I will go next because I think I won that one, right? Yeah. Uh, that's a good. Good idea. Nice. Um, all right, so my first one is a tactical combat game with unique time manipulation mechanics. 
never before seen combination a never before seen combination that blends turn-based strategy and real-time strategy gaming my friend pedro <laughs> just kidding um is it and I'll, I'll here i'll say it one more time a tactical combat game with unique time manipulation mechanics uh a combination a blend of turn-based and real-time strategy is it iron danger crypto fall or sworn approach (laughs) all right i'm in and now we're messaging andres i'm assuming yes can you read the title one the description one more time a tactical combat game with unique time manipulation mechanics uh, never before seen combination that blends turn-based and real-time strategy gaming. Is it Iron Danger, Crypto Fall, or Sworn Approach? Easy. All right. Okay. Cool. I got Cam's. I got Kenny's, and I got Dave's. Oh yeah. My God. I said Wait, that. Did you? You okay? Everyone say their answer on the count of three. One, <laughs> two, three. Crypto fall. You're all wrong. <laughs> I actually made crypto fall up. I have tricked nice. all of you. Um, it was Iron Danger. Ah, that so one sounded big. the least believable to me. <laughs> I know. I we should Especially have gone for it, it though. Right. It was. It's by Action Squad Studios. Um, and let me see i'll pull up a little more information also off the record really quick we should post the description and the choices in the host chat i think that'll make it a little easier oh sure yeah yeah i mean not right now like after you read off your thing yeah so it looks like a pretty high um quality graphic uh action adventure game um developer action squad studios publisher uh wait what did you say the publisher was for the other game you just talked about uh broken rules oh, okay this is daedalic entertainment but it has the a oh, well. um and it looks like it Thank has pretty positive reviews uh from a lot of sites so go check that out cool next Next, let's go with uh, Cam. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so on my first list, it's a stylish neo-noir action platformer featuring breakneck action and instant death combat. Slash dash and manipulate time to unravel the past in a beautifully brutal acrobatic display. You guys got all that? Yeah, but just in case, you want to put it in the host chat? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Like it's totally in my brain, but just just in case. Just for everyone else. Yeah, for for the others. Yeah. Is it A Streets of Rage or B The Unraveler or C Katana Zero? These are all games that are actually things. Okay, it. so what was the dis- Oh wait, you posted the description. Yeah. Yeah. 
Man, all of these sound like the correct... Well, no, number one doesn't sound like the correct answer to me. <laughs> but but I, I will say that they all they all fit the description to some to some degree, at least from name. I know what it is because I've played it, and it's amazing. I don't know what it is, because I haven't played it. I think I know what it is, because I think I just got it recently. But Cam, is everyone answers in? I have to message Cam. I have to message Cam. Ah, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I don't have a previous... Can you say one more time for the listeners? Sure. It's a stylish neo-noir action platformer featuring breakneck action and instant death combat. Slash dash and manipulate time to unravel your past in a beautifully brutal acrobatic display. Is it A, Streets of Rage 4, B, The Unraveler, or C, Katana Zero? In that time, I already messaged Cam, so... Yeah. Uh, All right. And the answer everyone got was Katana Zero. Woo! Nice. All right. We, we have talked I'm about on this the board. several times. It's awesome. Guys, you should play it. Please. Please I move on. so good. <laughs> Actually, it, great little segue is I plan to stream this game this uh, coming week uh, on our Twitch. Yep. Nice. For the first developed time. By, developed by AspiSoft, uh, published by evolver i think yeah nice mm-hmm. that's like kind of indie devolver's got a yeah devolver's a really solid double a <laughs> uh game developer, developer company yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so me now right mm-hmm. great so um all right this one is a retro styled 2d action-oriented survival RPG with many stats and character classes. Create a custom character, choose your class, and delve deep into the mysteries of what lurks underneath the surface. Dig down and explore the randomly generated levels, find random items, and combat deadly monsters to get the answers. I'm going to post that in the chat and the three games that you have to choose from are into the deep it lurks below and Mm. underneath oh no i feel like i've heard of all these games yeah pardon the formatting error that's just because i'm copying and pasting from uh from it's a spoiler (laughs) formatting into <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh my okay. God. What does it mean? Dave, you should say it one more time, and in that time, we should all message Dave. All right. A retro-styled, 2D, action-oriented survival RPG with many stats and character classes. Create a custom character, choose your class, and delve deep into the mysteries of what lurks underneath the surface. Dig down and explore the randomly generated levels, find random items, and combat deadly monsters to get the answers the choices again are into the deep it lurks below and underneath i have cams i have kenny's and i have andres and all three of you gave different answers Cam, i got your answer cam i got your answer first what did you say? 
think that means it's wrong. <laughs> I, I said underneath. That is wrong. Kenny, <laughs> I got your answer second. What did you say? I said, it lurks below. That's the correct answer, which means, yes. Andres, you said into the deep. That's also wrong. <laughs> I win? The, <laughs> the developer and publisher is Greybeard Games, uh, owned and operated Andres by Duke. David Brevik, one of my favorite people. He's the original creator of the Diablo franchise. Uh, and as we know, I've talked about him a million times, and I will continue to every episode so far. Nice. So, nice. I I, uh, I took a note from the fact that it says, and delve deep into the mysteries of what lurks underneath. Yeah, it but it says deep and lurks and underneath. And it also says and into, to be fair. And the. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's I I made this description on purpose hey. to include words from each of them. So and nice. you gave yourself away too. I gave myself away only to Kenny. So I feel <laughs> like I did a good job. <laughs> Romantic. I liked it. Um, All right. Uh, me You're next. next. All right. Um, Cam, I'm really scared that you might have done this game as yeah. well. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> because you talked about something that you'll hear about very soon. Okay. Talk about so, professional assassin turned amateur campaign manager Steve is charged with cleaning up the city by an anthropomorphic rabbit and mayoral candidate from the future named Bunny Lord. Eliminate the criminal underworld of the city's ma three major districts. Uh, and persuade undecided voters to your cause, tackling the issues that matter by putting a gun in, in the mouth of those issues. And I have no idea. Okay, thank goodness. <laughs> then the game, uh, your selections are Bunny Lord's Paradise, Not a Hero, or BLPD. <laughs> and can you post this? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I mean, I have perfect memory, so I already remember all of it <laughs> perfectly. But would you like to Are give it a, saying... a second read through for us to uh, get all our I'll, answers in? I'll give you a second read through. Professional assassin turned amateur campaign manager Steve is charged with cleaning up the city by an anthropomorphic anthropomorphic rabbit and mayoral candidate for the future named Bunny Lord. Eliminate the criminal underworld of the city's three major districts and persuade undecided voters to your cause, tackling the issues that matter by putting a gun into the mouth of those issues. And it looks like I got everyone's things. 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 Yes. All right. So... What did I? What's the answer? <laughs> That's the question. Okay. Not even I know. So, we'll start with Dave. Dave, what did you answer? Oh, I said whatever the third one is. Again, I'm going with C. BLPD. Yeah. Which I, I I kind of meant to sound like Bunny Lord's Police Department. Yeah. Um, which was incorrect. I I wanted it to be correct, but I knew it wasn't. I just loved it. <laughs> and Cam, you want to give us the correct answer? Andres gave uh, me the same as Dave. It's not a hero. 
Yes, not was, a hero. I was gonna say not a hero, but I was like, ah, BLPD just sounds better. <laughs> Are you saying because I was like rummaging through Steam and I was accidentally finding all these nudie games that I might know what this game is? Is this a nudie game? No, no, it's okay, an action anyway. game. It's a two D like, action turn. game. <laughs> no, it's because you were like, what was that bunny game again? And I was like, oh. oh. It's weird because I also have a bunny game. Yeah, I, mean, I guess there are a lot of bunny games. But anyway, this game is by uh, Roll Seven and published by Devolver. Oh, nice. Yep. Nice. Yeah, what did you do? You just went straight through Devolver's games? No, this is my first one. Oh, someone else did. Cam Devolver. was Katana Zero. Yeah, someone, gotcha. Yeah, Cam had. Yeah, yeah, I was original. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'll go next. Uh, Okay, this is a golf game where you design your own path to the hole. And play with your friends. Golf with your friends. (laughs) Bounce the ball off trampolines, zoom through different power-ups, and even take it through wormholes. Take it. All right. And then give me one second. Um, All right. Are the game... Is it Moonshot Isle, Fantasy Fairways, or Golf Derailed? And we're about to post it. Cool. Why don't you go ahead and read that again? I think I spelled it. A golf game where you design your own path to the hole, bounce the ball off trampolines, zoom through different power-ups, even take it through wormholes. Is it Moonshot Isle, Fantasy Fairways, or Golf Derailed? All right. It looks like I got Cam only so far, and then there's Dave, and there's Kenny. I made a good, uh, a good uh, sentence to you for mine. I'm acting like I'm on a, like, um, who wants to be a millionaire now? Okay, so Dave, you said number two, right? No, I, uh, so number two is it's your second question. I'm just marking them for myself so I can... Oh, okay, okay. So you said C will be the right one of these, so I'm going to go with C, Golf Derailed. Cam also went with C, Golf Derailed, and both of you are actually Fools! wrong. <laughs> uh, Kenny got it right with Fantasy Fairways. Hey, it's, racking it... up the points, baby. That sounded like once again. That sounded like the correct answer, but golf derailed. I'm, C's gonna be correct one of these times. I mean, it was correct for Cam's, but Gol- golf derailed was a really good Andre's answer. I thought golf derailed is a real game. Oh, you got oh. me. Moonshot Isle is a fake game. Nice. That was a, that was a really good. Real. That was a really good title, but it didn't feel like right for the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It um and uh yeah so this fantasy fairways comes comes from a sweet roll studio LLC they've published and developed it so that actually sounds really fun real indie yeah that's that does sound fun how much is it um I think it's only like eight or nine bucks all right yeah it's worth the pickup um yeah, right. and yeah. I guess next is Cam Cam's yeah. next all right so. My description of this game is a magical action roguelite set in a world where every pixel is physically simulated. Fight, explore, melt, burn, freeze, or evaporate your way through a procedurally generated world where spells you create. 
Is it A, Spellbreak, B, Legend of Dungeons, or C, Nuita? I have no idea how to pronounce that. Nuita. Let's get that description one more time while people finish filling out their answers. This is a magical action roguelite set in a world where every pistol is physically stimulated. Fight, explore, melt, burn, freeze, and evaporate your way through a procedurally generated world using spells you've created yourself. Is it A, Spellbreak, B, Legends of Dungeons, or C, Noita? And I gave my answer. Everyone said something different. So, Dave, you want and to And I'm the only answer? one who got it right. Probably. <laughs> I'm starting, so I'm probably wrong. Uh, yes. So I, I gave Legend of Dungeon. Legend of Dungeon is a good game, but it's definitely not... It's it a great it is, game. It's a really it fun game. game. It's I don't know any of these games. Tactical I, defense rogue game, I guess, I would say. Where you go Legend of Dungeon? Journey world. Yeah. Definitely a dungeon crawler. Tactical? No. Yes. No. Sure. Sure. Whatever. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, Andres, I'm surprised you guessed this one. You want to tell everyone what you said? Oh, I got it right? Sure. Nice. It was spell break. Nope. So anyway, Kenny. Kenny, can you say the right answer? Uh, uh, the correct answer is Noida. And I know this because I've been watching my friend play it on their Discord. Um, I also knew what Legend of Dungeon and Spellbreak were. So, I knew what but, Spellbreak was, and I thought it might have been Noida because Cam said, I don't know how to pronounce this. And I was like, it's probably that one then, because you yeah. wouldn't put something you don't know how to pronounce. But Well, I was pulling real games that I have owned and played. I still I, don't know how to pronounce it. But Dave, that I, was C. Why didn't you guess it? I know. You know <laughs> oh, I, Dave, you fool. I know. You had a thing. I did have a thing, and I gave it up, and that's what I get for not sticking Literally to my guns. Literally right after you said one of these <laughs> is going to be C. Dang. Yeah. Well, you know what? I didn't think Cam would throw two Cs at me. What can I say? Hey, if you're um, ever guessing, just keep guessing C. Uh, Noida is actually really fun. I have it myself. Uh, nice. I couldn't actually play it until I got a new computer of how old my graphics card was and it is mm. it is very intensive on the processing yeah as soon as you said the uh pixel physically simulated i was like oh i know exactly what game this is um yeah. and it's super cool if you've ever played like any of those sandbox games where it's like put in sand put in rock put in water put in fire and like it's just an internet flash game it's that but it's a real game now and you can shoot spells yeah and you create your own uh it was developed by nola games uh it's not expensive. I recommend this one as well. Dope. Uh, spell break. Yeah. Keep going. Your turn. Your turn. All right. Um, all right. So this description is feel like the star of a martial arts film in this indie game. As you jump, kick, throw, and slash your way to victory, free the rabbits from their evil overlords in the main story, hmm. then play through the prequel story, and finally try out the nine years of mods developed by the community or create your own. The three games that we have to choose from are Overgrowth, Liberation, and Samurai Jackrabbit. Uh, <laughs> and that is now 
posted in the chat. I'll give you a second to read through it, and then I will read the description again. All right, so (laughs) feel like the star of a martial arts film in this indie game as you jump, kick, throw, and slash your way to victory. Free the rabbits from their evil overlords in the main story, then play through the prequel story, and finally try out the nine years of mods developed by the community or create your own. Those options are Overgrowth, Liberation, and Samurai Jack Rabbit. All right, I've got all three answers. Uh, Kenny, why don't you start? <laughs> I'm so glad that you picked this answer. I, it sounded so good. I wanted it to be true. Oh, I, <laughs> I chose Samurai Jack Samurai Rabbit because that sounded amazing. And, and uh, <laughs> Andres, what did you choose? Ugh, I chose Overgrowth. <laughs> Which is the correct answer. Cam also got it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's a pretty great game. It's it's developed and published by Wolfire Games. I've only played a little bit of it, but man, is it fun to be a rabbit that is also kind of like a martial arts star. Do I have a game for you then? <laughs> In the third game, I mean. Uh, I think it's... Right, so one last me? round? Yeah, yeah, it's me, right? Yeah, Kenny. And then, and then we have a bonus round, I think, from Gary. Uh, I think he sent it to me. Yes. Um, okay. But first, we'll do go through mine. So my last game is... Okay. Would you enjoy building castles, traps, and siege machines in multiplayer and then undermine your opponent's castle and collapse it with 2D physics and destruction? Kenny, I love this game. If so, you might like A, King Arthur's Gold, B, Blacksmith's Iron, or C, Castle Miner's E. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait is, for a description on that are one. Are two of these titles fake? I mean, that's usually how this game goes. But <laughs> None of mine were fake, but Kenny has been doing two fakey. Yeah. One of these, I mean, two of these, I mean, three of these might be real. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if two of them are fake, then I know the answer. No, one of the two of them are real, actually. Read that baby one more time. Sure thing. Uh, Would you enjoy building castles, traps, and siege machines in multiplayer and then undermine your opponent's castle and collapse it with duty, physics, and destruction? If so, you might want to play King Arthur's Gold, Blacksmith's Iron, or Castle Miner's E. Does everyone have their answers? I'm typing mine right now. All right. All right, Andres, do you want to go ahead and share us your answer? <laughs> King Arthur's gold. That is correct. Yeah. Kim got it too. Man. Uh, Dave has been having unfortunate luck this game. I, I These are a lot of games I haven't heard of. When you guys did this on the first episode, I listened through and without looking any of them up, got a 100%. Nice. And now you got zero percent. So no, you know it's balanced yeah, out. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> King 
King Arthur's Gold is a lot of fun. Me and Kenny used to play it actually. Yeah, I know. I I I was when I pulled it up, I was like, oh fuck, this used to be a blast. We should play this again. I actually I have it, and I don't know why. Wow. Uh, well, we should play I it would... again. It's free, actually. So oh. go download it. It's um, free now. It's free. Yeah, this is the one that I was like, oh fuck, it's free now. Okay. Um. So Dave, you should play it, and we can just all play. Nice. I don't. I don't know. I, my my experience has been soured by guessing <laughs> it wrong. All right. I think I'm next, right? Yeah. All right. This chaotic hand-drawn metroidvania where you resist or embrace ancient eldritch powers a chan uh, a challenging and unique take on a classic genre from the creators of jotun um is it Scourgebringer, sundered or argon crypt and one sec i'm going to Posted in the thingamajing. Thingamajing. Use notepad. All right. And okay, I will read it one more time for the listeners. A chaotic, hand-drawn Metroidvania where you resist or embrace ancient eldritch powers. A challenging and unique take on a classic genre from the creators of Jotun. Um, which I actually played Jotun. It was really fun. Um, and uh, it's kind of like an exploration of Norse mythology. So I have two. Sorry, I was dealing with stuff. Um... Dead space. <laughs> <laughs> um, man. Good game. Good game. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Okay. Um, okay. Everyone, say your answer in three, two, one. <laughs> Sundered. Sundered. There you are. Everyone got it right. Yeah, Yay. I did it. I got a second one right. <laughs> Sundered is from Thunder Lotus Games, and it's been on one of my. It's been on two of my wish lists for years now. Um, Maybe we should buy it. I haven't played it yet, though. All right. And, yeah, next scam. All right. Um, this game is a. It's an oldie but goldie. Let me tell <laughs> you. And I think you might actually get this one, Dave. I don't know. It is a action fighting game set in a punk fantasy world. Experience first person combat, brutal up close and personal, which I think I spelled incorrectly. In this fantastical world, is it a Xeno Clash? B, Lugaru, HD, I think that's how you say it. And then, or C, is it Brink? Let's say that one more time. It's a action fighting game set in a punk fantasy world. Experience first-person combat, brutal, up-close, and personal. Uh, is it A, Xenoclash, B, Lugaru, HD, or C, Brink? Okay, I have Kenny's answer. Do, 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 yeah, and I got it right. Okay. <laughs> do, 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 do. Andres, where are you? I'm in. Do, 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 do. So let me tell you what's not first. It's not Lugaru HD. 
Which, yeah, if, nice. you, if you know what we just talked about, overgrowth is actually, it's basically like the concept for overgrowth. If you guys ever looked at it? I do, totally check it out. It's by Wolfire Games. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's what I was saying. That's the bunny game I was talking about. Nice. Uh, Andres, can you give me your answer? Brink. Wrong. Oh, no, Brink is a, a really great, not really great, uh, shooter. <laughs> yeah. Cool. It, it died as fast as it came, and I only bought it to get that hood for I TF2. think I remember that game, which is why I changed my answer to that. Answer. Brink is the first game that I remember that implemented like fluid clambering and that kind of stuff to a yeah, first person and it shooter. Wasn't it with like robots? Maybe. Maybe. I, I think you could have and like NPC yeah. Like AI players. Um but like but the correct answer. Oh sorry. Yeah, keep going. Keep sorry. Going. Talk I, about Brink. I, I just I I liked that game. It was fun. Uh but it had no support. Nobody else liked it. So it died very quickly. I paid full price for it on Xbox. I'm sorry. It did die <laughs> really quickly. I was I was surprised. All right, uh, last the correct one, answer is No, Xenoclash. we didn't have another answer. Yeah, Wait, what? The correct answer is Xenoclash. Oh, Xenoclash. Yeah. Oh, I spelled it wrong. Oh well. Which I almost chose. Uh, it's a awesome game and I'm surprised it made a sequel where it, like it's that first person fighting. It has an interesting storyline like this thing called father mother that like creates these clans in the future yeah i totally i recommend it it's really cheap right now uh yeah your turn all right uh this game is a surreal first person adventure puzzle game you play as anthony clyde who after a heavy night of partying wakes up to find himself in an unfamiliar bed with no memory of the previous night's events the answers are either A, only if, B, the after party, or C, recovery. Hmm. And into the chat that goes. Uh, again, sorry for the bad formatting. That's so that I don't have to scroll. Um, <laughs> this game is a surreal first-person adventure puzzle game. You play as Anthony Clyde, who after a heavy night of partying, wakes up to find himself in an unfamiliar bed with no memory of the previous night's events. The answers are either A, only if, B, the after party, and C, recovery. I already have answers from everybody. And everyone got it correct. No! Um, if, if you'd like to say your answer, uh, you can say it in three, two, only one. Only if! <laughs> Only it. <laughs> you suck. Premature as always, Kenny. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, it was only if. Um, these After these were all a real game, isn't it? Uh, it may be. Yeah, I I made up names based on descriptions. So the the only real games that I looked at were the three actual games. Uh, yeah. Only if actually sounded like like too dramatic of a name for that kind of game right but i chose it because of that right i figured maybe maybe someone would be thrown off by like recovery or whatever you know because you're like trying to remember yeah the, what the, happened. the 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 two party focused titles 
made me think it's probably not the party focused titles. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, though. All right. Uh, do we have our secret round? Yes, and uh, we have a bonus round with uh, Gary here. Um, all right. Uh, Gary, uh, if you can message me so that I know that you're here, uh, and then we can give... Uh, yes, okay, cool. Okay, so I'm going to read it out, and then once we have all of our answers in, we're going to just, uh, everyone message Gary, and then Gary's going to tell me who the right answer is. Okay? Okay. Okay. So, uh, Gary's is, the objective is to prevent a cat from stealing her owner's breakfast cereal. The player presses a button to shoo the cat away, earning them points as the cat gets faster and more persistent. The game has received mixed reviews due to its overall lack of gameplay and subsequent mundanity. I reviewed it. Um, the options are Serial Thief, Cat GTFO, or No Luca No. Oh. Oh my god. So I'll read that one more time as we uh, send our answers to Gary. Um... The ob- objective is to prevent a cat from stealing the owner's breakfast cereal. The player presses a button to shoo the cat away, earning them points as the cat gets faster and more persistent. The game has received mixed reviews due to its overall lack of gameplay and subsequent mundanity. Um, and I'm going to say let's get double points on this one. Okay. I submitted I my message. answer to Gary. The music game. Cool. It sounds like everyone's answer in. Uh, Gary, why don't you tell me? All right. So everyone, everyone, tell me what the answer was. Oh, no, Luca, no. Yeah, no, Luca, no. No, Luca, no. Everyone got it right except for me. Oh, <laughs> the one thing you didn't get was the bonus one. Yes. No Look and No is an indie game developed and published by Silver Dollar Games for Xbox Live. That's cool. I Luca was so specific to me, and I was like, that sounds like someone's actual cat's name, which it probably is. <laughs> probably. That's what happens in the game, though, is you just, Luca, no. Yeah. Well, that's like, that's actually what happens. Bad kitty. Um... Oh, I forgot to mention that uh, Only If was developer, publisher, Creability, I believe. Unless I spelled that wrong. I'll double, I'll double check it. <laughs> okay, so our winner is... Obviously. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been keeping points, but... <laughs> Not me is, is yeah. an answer. Um, I, will, I will track the points, and Gary, insert the winner right here. Andres. It was Cam. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations, Cam. You did it. That bonus round really turned you around from winning a little bit to still running a little bit. And I didn't come in last because of Kenny's mishap on the bonus round. Yep. Good job, Kenny. Nice. Pulled it it down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cool. That was fun, guys. Yes, sir. Yeah, no, I like that. We will do it again.
All right, so as we start to bring this podcast to a close, uh, we have to ask everyone the age-old question of what is up with you guys? How is life in general outside of games, outside of the podcast? Tell me what you guys are up to. Um, I'm going to start and say that I'd rather I'd rather not discuss the ups and downs of, of my life over the past couple weeks. Um, oh, no. But, but that I am still still chugging along still with a job and uh you know just waiting for things to return to some some level of ability to go out and like go to a bar that'd be dope honestly just going to a bar would be great yeah well speaking of drinking i drank a lot last night and i don't feel great now (laughs) (laughs) make sure you guys drink water after you drink Yay. Yeah. Or don't drink. Drink responsibly or don't drink. Those are the, your yeah. two options. Yes. And I Sponsored by Dare. I, <laughs> uh, I shaved. Ooh. <laughs> Where? <laughs> uh, my face. My oh, cheek oh. meat. Your cheek oh, wow. Cheek meat. Yeah. Uh, which hasn't happened in 10 years. So that was pretty big <laughs> for me damn i, I kind of want you 10 to put, years like like you yeah you've, you've not been photo. fully shaven in 10 years correct i assume you've groomed yourself to some degree you just haven't grown a beard yes, for never. 10 years that'd be insane, like i haven't though. seen I understand how hairy i haven't Kenny seen is. my cheeks yeah i haven't seen my cheeks in like at least 10 years wow was it because like they've been under a beard experience you should have filmed it you should have filmed it for everyone oh i have i have some uh pictures okay. and oh, there's one of me with a really bushy goatee that is very not safe for work <laughs> what this, i saw uh you kind of look like a gains of new york now with your giant mustache oh what of new york gains of new york gains of new york what is yeah. that gangs gangs oh one of the gangs it's a movie it's a movie like oh. Leonardo DiCaprio and some other guys uh-huh. I can't That's... even imagine you talking right now with just a mustache. It's weird. I barely can imagine myself. I, I barely just it. got used to myself on a webcam talking <laughs> in general. I need to see this because um, it's on. Um, are you? Are you on Facebook? Right. Yeah, I'm on Facebook sometimes. Like I don't really open it yeah. ever, but I, Th- I am That's... on there. Those are. If you go to my Facebook, you'll see the most recent things. So I'll do that. You should put it on the gram because that's where the cool kids are. Because um, eh. I don't have Facebook. Yeah. yeah. I'll put it on the gram. All right, cool. On the gram. Um, so uh, the reason I want to see it, though, is because I'm, I'm a big fan of when people shave just doing something silly afterward. So like every time that I grow my beard out, uh, which is um, half depression, half laziness beard, um, I shave it into something ridiculous. Like I'll do a goatee or I'll do a mustache or I'll do just a soul patch. You name it, I've done it at least once. And walked around yeah. with it for a full day. Mutton chops. I have done that and I walked around with it. Uh, that's probably that one I haven't walked around for a full day with. But I have done it and walked around with it for several hours. Yeah, I, uh, I, I did this mostly because I did it reminiscing with Gary and did like a deep dive into like college Facebook photos and was like, 
you know, maybe I should shave a little bit. And <laughs> part of it was also like my girlfriend, my current girlfriend has never seen me without a beard ever. Oh, so yeah. uh, as part of our date night, I was like, I just handed her the razor and I was like, it's time. <gasps> <laughs> That's so special. Uh, Shona, Shona hates my beard because it pokes her. Um, when, when, I, when my face is close to her face. And, and that's fair. And so I shave very often. Um, for her sake, I don't really mind it either way. It gets a bit itchy, but uh, it's more just like an inconvenience. I played with the idea of shaving outside uh, last week, like just in the yard, because then I wouldn't have had to clean it up. Oh, oh that's funny. That's <laughs> clever, yeah. <laughs> so if you want to know more about my personal life, that's where, that's where I'm at. <laughs> So you shave in the yard. I almost did. I still might. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I would. That sounds economical. It's biodegradable. Exactly. And I was just going to use like, I have, I have this like little puck that I actually use to shave my, uh, like the backs and sides of my head as well. Give myself a nice uh, undercut, you know, throw it back to the early 2010s. And uh, I use that now on my face as well because it's just so convenient. What about you, Andres? What do you got going um, on? I'm kind of in the same boat as Dave in the term of like not wanting to really talk about the ups and downs of what's been going on. But um, I guess I am just also hopeful that I can hang out with people soon. Um, wait, I mean, I know it's not going to be soon. Uh, I'm whatever. But um, my some of my friends and I have uh, are hopefully going to either in August. Uh, have a socially distant large group hangout where maybe it's going to be like 10 of us, but we'll be in like a big ass circle in a field um, and uh, just kind of drinking alone, but together, I don't know, something like that. Like I really want to see these people um, hopefully by August or if things relax or loosen up, we might take a trip down to Austin as a group because yeah. one of our friends moved down there and um she really uh, could use us right now. Nice. Yeah, so some cool things in the future. Hopefully, we'll see what happens. Uh, I know tickets to trips are really cheap right now, but I also don't want to be ordered to quarantine myself for another two weeks just for going into an airport. Right. So we'll see. <laughs> Texas is opening up a lot, though. Cool. Um, well, I hope you guys are all stay healthy and happy and in communication it's with safe. everyone and safe there you go cam oh, yeah. did you say what how you've been he's uh, hungover yeah I'm hungover. oh yeah true as, as <laughs> but i i also yeah, drank yesterday i just didn't get hungover i made a uh, homemade strawberry margarita i forgot to take a photo to post in our chat oh, yeah. sorry yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't drink yesterday, but I had a very strong edible. Yes, you did. Oh man! Oh my it god! It was one of those. It was one of those ones that just kept going. Dude, <laughs> Shona bought like these little tabs, right? And like you just swallow it. It's it's a pill. Uh, but they are twenty five milligrams each. So like we have a pill cutter for our cats to give them medicine. Um. But now we're using it for ourselves because the cats no longer need the medicine. Mm. And so you just take like one half of those 
and oof, that's already too much. I was like, cats have catnip to get high. You don't have to give them weed. <laughs> weed nip. Cool. Well, thank you guys for joining me today on this podcast. It's been beautiful. Um, thank you to everyone, our Cordy Birdies, uh, for tuning in. And especially thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers. Sexy if you want people. to interact with us more, Patreon is a good way to get more exclusive access with us, including Discord benefits, free entries into all future raffles, and exclusive content and more. Um, of course, thank you to our audio mixer and musical master, Gary. And if you want to talk to us or support us, we're on Discord, Twitter, Patreon, uh, at CordyCast with an underscore somewhere in that mix. It will be in the description of this podcast. And if you want to email us, it's at CordyCastMail at gmail.com. Guys, do you guys have anything to say last uh, second stuff? We are going to stream stuff as well. So CordyCast <laughs> underscore podcast. That's True. always a good one. On the Twitch. On the Twitch. Yeah, twitch.tv. Cam, do the thing. Cordy Birdie's out. Cordy cast out. Yeah, see you, Cordy Birdies. Cordy cast out. Cordy cast out.